Hello, everybody, and welcome to a, another edition of Right in the Nerds. We got a bit of change for this episode. Um, we've been kind of at at ends to uh, get everybody together, just as as we've discussed in previous podcasts. Life finds a way sometimes. So uh, currently, instead of my usual co-host, uh, it's Cody, by the way, I have with me Mo. Okay, so uh, the topic for today is... It's Animal uh, Crossing! <laughs> yeah, what she said. That's a interesting game, first released in, what, 2002 by Nintendo? 2001. 2001. Okay, 2001. Yeah, fuck my chronology. It's a, an interesting game, a life sim, basically, just with, you know... For some reason, you're the only human in a world full of talking animals that are very fond of interior decorating. Um, and always weird beginnings, too. That's one one hallmark of the Animal Crossing games that, uh, like, there's never any reason that you're given why your character just up and leaves. Like, at least in Harvest Moon, you're like, Grandpa died, he left me the farm. But Animal Crossing is just like, hey, it's kind of... The first Animal Crossing is kind of like the beginning of Hostel. Where you just talk to some random-ass dude on a train. And you're just like, where are you going? Oh, I'm going here. And then you get to name your town and stuff that way. The only difference is it doesn't devolve into a whole murder dungeon. Well, I, Unless you get on Nook's bad side. I don't know. I mean, luckily enough, I've never played Hostel. Right. Oh, no, you've never seen called? that movie? The No, honestly, I have yeah, it's for the better. It, <laughs> it's in torture porn, basically. The, I mean, yeah. Sounds interesting. Pretty much. But, I don't know, it's just that whole strangers on a train vibe where they mm-hmm. talk about what's going on next, and next thing you know, you're shoved into a random landmass that borders an ocean that, you know, you get a house on. That you can gradually upgrade and make bigger and bigger and get different furniture. And I know you and I are going to disagree on this, but I've just described the gameplay of every game in the franchise. We've had this conversation multiple times before. The games, the games are, are great. They are great. I mean... But it's kind of like, it's it's Nintendo's calling card, though, of, like, they make the same game over and over again, but somehow you don't give a shit because it's fun. At least for me, Animal Crossing is definitely... I feel like it's different in almost every single game. They offer different things, obviously. It's, I kind of feel like they're expansion packs, in a way. Because, like, they offer... It's the same gameplay mechanics, the same way you make money. The turnips and stock market or whatever have been in the game since the inception of it. Like, but they just add in a few things, like in this new one, you can pole vault across rivers, which, even though I've built bridges, for some reason I still do. I I don't know why. Well, how about we start off with the beginning of the series on the first Animal Crossing game because I can actually give a little bit of good input on this one at least. I remember actually being introduced to the game first. It was during 
a summer when I was hanging out with one of my really good friends from elementary school. Hmm. And she she told me, like, hey, this is a really fun game. Why don't you try it out? And I was like, sure. First time I started playing it, I stayed up all night until the next morning, hmm. not stopping. It was just overall, like, one of the most... I mean, for it coming out in 2001, mind you, this, the graphics are not the greatest, but it was a great game. And I feel like... You were only like eight years old at the time. Nine. Something like that, right? Oh, God. You were born in 92. You're the youngest contributor we've ever had to this. (laughs) I am. Yeah, I was born in 92 and the game came out in 2001. I think Mm. I actually started... It was that summer 2001, because I know it wasn't too long after the game came out. The weirdest thing about the game was, that was back when memory cards were still measured in blocks. Oh, God. I love the memory card, though, because it was so cute, because it had a little rover on it, and it was this tiny little Yeah, and it was only so you could write the name on it. It was basically just a decal over a regular. um, But it came with the game, because the game took up a standard 64 block memory card. For your island, and you know, you could still have multiple inhabitants even on the one card, but it was still like a, yeah, it was it was a very interesting that you know the game took up an entire memory card by itself so much so that they had to package one with it. I I feel like it was a great thing to do, especially when it came to the game. Because, oh, yeah. You know... You do, you've already spent $60 on the game. You don't want to drop another 20 just to be able to play it, you know, and actually oh, be yeah. able to save, you know? Like, yeah, back in the good old days when you had to have a memory card just to save anything. Yeah. I, re- I actually remember not long after playing it, I went home and I told my mom, like, Mom, I have to have this game. And, you know, being a kid back in the early 2000s, GameCubes were not cheap. Well, they were like, I want to say they were like $200 when they first started out. Oh, I have to look this up. Between two and 300 I thought. And, I mean, compared to the generations that came after it, that was a lot easier than what came next. Um, God, I mean... But it was definitely, like, you know, we'd already grown up with life sims, like Harvest Moon, but that was a farming sim. We already had farming simulate, like, other simulators on the PC and stuff, too. For some reason, this was strangely different, even though it didn't really add anything to the... It was Nintendo's weird, like, sweet spot of being able to give you something that captivated you. And kept you playing, you know, by having different seasonal bugs and fish that you could catch or... Well, kind of backtracking a little bit. What's actually really funny was that the Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, and GameCube were all $199 when they were released. Oh, yeah. I know. Like, that's, that's what I thought. They were all around 200 bucks. Of course, adjusted for inflation today. I don't know what that would be because I don't care. But it's, <laughs> um, I mean, hell, I I still I still don't know because I I'd, I'd always played Harvest Moon on those other ones too, and yet I think it was 
the degree of simplicity that there was to Animal Crossing that kept me coming back. Like, it was the perfect game to, like, veg out to and not have to, like, think about, you know, doing 400 different things. You basically would catch bugs and fish and then Mm. sell everything to Tom Nook, who ran the island's monopoly on every business. A lot of a lot of the things that I remember from the original GameCube game was that you could do cheat codes to get like thirty thousand bells, and you can do it up to like three times a day. Mm. That was one really fast way to you know to pay off your whole house, you know, uh, I, each level and everything. I did that once, and then after that, I'm like, I just didn't think the effort was worth it <laughs> to go back and keep doing it. Oh, I I did that. After I learned that you could actually change the day, I actually did that and was actually able to pay off my house within a week. Like, a week real time, not a week game time. (laughs) Well, a week game time is a week real time. Well, if you change the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I roughly played it for about a week, close to two weeks, and I was actually able to pay off my house, like the... Top level, main level, and the basement. Now, one thing that I actually miss about the original games, well, actually, it's a couple things. One, do you remember Blank, the cat? Yes. Do you? I remember, like, making Blank have, like, the weirdest fucked up faces. <laughs> and every time she would come onto my island, like, on my, like, land, whatever you want to call it, Oh my god, I was freaked the fuck out. <laughs> there was one time where a friend of mine, she actually made her whole entire face like black and just put two little tiny white dots. So you just see her walking around and it just looked, oh, it was traumatizing. Yeah, that, yeah, I know there are certain things I, I don't miss whatsoever from certain aspects of like that game. Like a Zipper T Rabbit, be happy if I never saw him again. Well, that's kind of diving into New Horizons. Well, bit. no, he appeared in other ones. He did, like but even as far back or as early on as City Folk, I think. Well, that's the thing. Well, and that's actually a really funny <clears throat> thing. I've played a decent amount of the Animal Crossing games, and I would consider myself an OG Animal Crossing fan because you know Animal Crossing since the original, I absolutely loved it. The ones I don't remember was City Folk, Animal Crossing Plaza, and the Amiibo Festival. Those were the three uh, games yeah, I, don't I don't remember. I don't know those either, honestly. And City Folk was still... It was on the Wii, wasn't it? Uh, because it, I think there was that gameplay element where you had the Wii motes and you could just shake yeah. those wildly to use your axe. Like, I... It, yeah. it was one of those where... I think I by that point I just didn't give a damn. Or was City Folk on the the DS? No, City Folk was on the Wii, okay. and then um, no, Wild Words, Words, Wild Worlds was on the DS. Okay, yeah, okay, that I yeah. believe. Let me. I mm. see. No, yeah, it was on the DS and the Wii U. See, my my fascination with Animal Crossing as well was like. Really, everything with me boiled down to I didn't give a crap about decorating because the Happy Home Academy is a fucking scam. Like, I don't like it. I never have. Uh, 
your rating points based on anything they feel like just doesn't match up and it just seems to be arbitrary as hell. I'm sure you can manipulate it pretty easily if you just take the time to figure it out and get matching pieces and all that. But the problem was you had to spend so many in-game days waiting for, you know, Nook's shop or some other random occurrence to happen to where you get the set, like said item that you're looking for to complete a set is... Do you remember the little uh, Super Nintendo? Yes, that was the I greatest. I love those, and I wish they would bring them back. That was the greatest part of it. I had Excite Bike, I had Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I had like six of them at one point. It was great. Oh, I remember filling my basement full of just Nintendo systems, I, and I'd get the cheat codes just so that I can you know get what, like the harder ones. You know what the get? weirdest part about that was? Was I basically. At, one point after I'd completed, like, my entire house and everything, and you get that mm-hmm. golden statue of you in town, I realized I was only playing Animal Crossing to use it as an emulator for, like, Excite Bike and the other Nintendo games on it. Really? Pretty much. I, I realized, like, I'm only logging onto this so I can play this particular game in the game. It just didn't make any sense anymore. So I had, I had to stop, like, I I was tired of mailing in fossils, too. Yeah, mailing in fossils was... Well, you you could yeah. only mail in three a day, and then you had to log in the next day to get them back. So if you missed a day and you had, like, ten fossils in your inventory, you were never going to mm-hmm. catch up on that unless you just refused to dig. I, a lot of the other big things that I missed was the police station. Yes, Topper. That That was adorable with the dogs. And then also... I just like the Lost and Found. It was just so easy to get stuff that you could turn yeah. around and sell. And you can even go to the dump and get stuff from there, too. Yeah. Or even put, like, trash and what, or whatever you find. Mm-hmm. Another thing that may, not a lot of people maybe remember is getting the diary. Like, when you first start out, you have, like, this little diary you can write in to, mm-hmm. like... In your house or whatever. And I absolutely loved doing that. I would always write down every time like a character would move in, move out, you know, whatever. I, I hated it. Was great. I hated having to talk to the guy the gyroid outside your house, the gyroid to gyroid. Uh, save. Oh, I love the ones where See, they make I like music. the ones I like the ones you can dig up because they make music and some of them have really ridiculous sounds to them, but I, I always hated having to walk all the way back to my house, which is always, you know, in the middle of the island, just to save or get bitched at by Mr. Rossetti the next time I turned on because I accidentally forgot to save. I love Mr. Rossetti. He's just so adorable. Adorable. <laughs> He's an angry mole. <laughs> I remember getting him the first time because I had to shut off the GameCube. It looks like the Kind of, yes. But I had to shut off the GameCube once because I screwed up. Completely screwed up, and I didn't want to save it, so I shut it off, turned it back on, and Mr. Rossetti pops up, and I'm like, what the hell is this thing? And then he just looks like this angry old man, and I'm just like, okay. And I love, I I just love how at the end he's like, scram, and then he just like goes back into his little hole. And oh, actually, so I take it back. It's not even like the Underminer from the Incredibles. It looks like you're getting bitched at by a diglet. A diglet with a nose and a hard hat. Yeah, a longer pointier nose. I mean, I know yeah. he's supposed to be a real animal, but it really just feels like, because you never see his legs, it just feels like a diglet at that point. Yeah, you, I can see that being a A diglet with a pickaxe. But, 
So <laughs> the other part of Animal Crossing that fascinated me was that, of course, I already mentioned um, Tom Nook because he controls all commerce. And oh, Nooky boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so in the first game, he quite literally has like a mafia prep. Like the very first time that he talks to you, he's just like, and if you don't pay off, I'll just have my raccoon goons come and visit you. And I'm like, and then he just laughs after that. And I'm like, yeah, that, that means you have goons. Like there's no, you're going to break my fucking legs if I don't pay off this loan. Well, here's the one thing that really kind of makes you think, are they going to do this in New Horizons? If they're going to have the big mall again. Because remember in the original Animal Crossing game, like over time you eventually got like the supermarket, you know, and yeah. all those different ones. And then you have like this giant like two-story mall with all of this, you know, amazing things. It's like, are they going to bring that back too? I'm um, sure. Eventually. Then you get more shops and stuff in town. Either that or those have individual shops you have to waste a lot of real estate on putting down. Yeah. What? So, Timmy and Tommy Nook were not in the first game. No, they weren't. So, in between games, Tom Nook, aside from moving from place to place like the plague he is, uh, somehow, you know, uh, also has a couple kids that were either around the whole time and you never find out about, or, you know, he finally decides to include in on the family business and they seemingly never age, which is even weirder, but... Well, actually, <clears throat> looking it up online right now, it actually says that they're not related to Tom Nook. Oh, really? Yeah. They're apprentices. Apprent- but... Uh, whatever. I, I <laughs> thought their last name was Nook. I get... I mean, not everybody's the same last name is related, obviously. And what's actually kind of Looking at all the Smiths, Joneses, and Williams out there who's, you know, common last names. What's funny is that I, I, up until now, it took me this long to remember that they, that they were in the original Animal Crossing game. And even at that, even at that, Timmy and Tommy Nook, uh, like the twins from The Shining. I swear, they they try and, like, finish each other's sentences. Like, because you always hear just, mm-hmm. thanks for shopping with us. Shopping with us. <laughs> like, you know, like, the other one, like, is always behind him and finishes the last thing of what he said. And I swear to God, like, the, if you were to go down, like, a hallway in a hotel they had there, you'd run into those two little shits, you know, blocking your way, asking you to play with them. Um, okay, well, if they're not related to them, they're apprentices. Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably clones. And they're also going. 11 years old from the article that I pulled up. It actually says that they're 11. Oh, wait. Tommy is Tom Nook's nephew. Okay, so there is nephews. Mm-hmm. I I was leaning on clones after that, but, you know, okay. Well, and that's the thing. Like, one article says they're not related, and another one says they're nephews. So which one isn't Nintendo? Is I don't this going to be like a Bowser situation all over again? No. No, they're, I mean... Because you don't know if Bowser's, if those are his, like, nieces and nephews, children... I thought they established they were his kids. Mario keeps stomping on his kids, so it's no wonder he keeps coming back all pissed off. Well, Uh, that or he's not getting any nookie. Well, I mean, obviously he's getting some, he's got kids. You know, like, well, dinosaurs are asexual, though, so... But is he a dinosaur? I thought he was more of a turtle. Uh, no, he's kind of a dinosaur, but the actual, you know, like, uh, other Koopalings or whatever are turtles. 
it doesn't matter. Like, we're way off topic here. The swing of the Speaking of turtles, remember the original... Totemer? Totemer. Yeah. He kind of disappears throughout the series off and on. Yeah, the last time I actually saw him was in New Leaf, and then after that, yeah. I just haven't seen him again. I, he hasn't been in New Horizons at all, so... That, yeah, that you know, he, he might have met the end of that old Galapagos tortoise, uh, you know, lifespan there. Now, uh, I remember... Either that or bit. either that or Tom Nook had a... Uh, hand in his, I was going to say a turtle, a turtle soup uh, party uh-huh. at some point. Well, what I was going to say is, is that do you remember back when you said that Animal Crossing is kind of like, you know, over the, the games are just kind of like DLCs? Like, kind of, almost. I mean, they, they're very much expansion pack-like. Well, back in 2003, Japan be... actually made an expansion to the original game, but you can only get it in Japan, and they have only in-game, in-game um, items for the Japan version. That, also, that makes a lot of sense. Some of the... I mean, there's a lot of Japanese-only releases that will never see the light of day here. Actually, some of the original Fire Emblem games were like that. Um, also, Nintendo mainstays, you know, it, to the point where a lot of people, before the characters appeared in Super Smash Brothers, were like, what the fuck is Fire Emblem? Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's almost kind of hard to talk about. Like, they they introduce more characters. They mm-hmm. introduce different kinds of animals that move in and, for some reason, are very fine with never upgrading their house. Yeah, that's... That, it's a little weird. That is a little weird. I definitely agree with you there. Like, the, clearly, Tom Nook, you're the only one who ever pays on your loan. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm i assuming, like, eventually, like, when... I, I was almost assume that when some of the animals move out of town because they occasionally do that, they're like, well, I'm leaving town tomorrow, and you're like, no, stay. I'm assuming they're leaving because they're trying to escape the loan <laughs> from Tom Nook. <laughs> Because when they move, their fucking house disappears completely. It does. Which yeah. is really weird. Like, Tom Nook, he, he bulldozes that shit as soon as they head out of town. Yeah. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. You kind of might just want to turn around and sell that to somebody else who might pay. Even though, let's face it, none of the NPCs ever do. Um, I... Tom Nook is a weird character to me, especially when they added in internet play later on in the series, because you can basically go to other people's towns and find Tom Nook there Mm -hmm. as well. Which means he is... he is Legion. Well, here's something that you probably haven't done. Uh, do you remember back on the original Animal Crossing game where you can plug up your Game Boy Advance and yeah. go to an island? Yeah, I, I, I did that a little bit. Uh, what I really liked about that was that you can act like I would do that, but I would play it on my Nintendo, on my if, Game Boy Advance. Or if you had another memory card from a friend, you could just go back and forth and steal their fruit and and make yeah. like shitloads of money, you know, be raking in the bills. It's still weird though, because it's like you know. Tom Nook is still there, Tortimer's there, so it's like, it, it doesn't even feel like you're going to a different town so much as an alternate reality. I mean, you could look at it that way. Because a lot of the, the island layouts were the same from game to game, if I recall correctly, in the original. In the original game, I believe so. Well, no. 
It was a little bit different. It could have been. I think the only thing that was different, though, was the placement of, like, the dump, the police station, and that stuff. Otherwise, you're, the four houses always appeared in the same spot. Well, from memory, I remember that whenever you talk to Rover on the train, and he's getting to know who you are and everything, it mm. automatically generates, like, a different island each time. Or, you know, world, mm. city, whatever the hell you want to call it. And I remember, I've played, like, I've deleted old world i you know make other memory cards and the little ramp that goes down the side like of a hill was always in different places on each different i always liked save. it i always liked it when you had a carnivore move into town right as soon as and like another animal leaves the next day it's just like oh the bear just moved into town now the cat's missing know what happened there i never realized that yeah I I had I had a few things like that happen a few times, like just animals I didn't, because I would, because if it, if you didn't talk to any of them, didn't interact with any of them, they'd eventually leave, and if there was one I didn't particularly like, I just wouldn't talk to them. Just wait till they left. I'm actually looking at photos of uh, Wild World while we're talking about it, mm. and I'm so glad I didn't really play it. Yeah, well, Cap'n, I think he gets introduced in Wild World. I have to look it up. Which he is based off of a, uh, I believe it's Japanese Kappa, which is known to, if I believe, lure children a, and abduct them. A green turtle that yeah. features in the Animal Crossing series as a diver, a driver of various forms of transport. Right. But it's based off Japanese Kappa, yeah. which is why he's Cap-in. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it's, it's kind of interesting when you look at it that way because... I've never known for sure if the villager in Animal Crossing was an adult or a child. And if you look at Kappas and their mythology, mm-hmm. then it's like they lure children and abduct them. So Kappan, for all I know, is luring villagers like yourself onto these islands like and just essentially stranding them. You can actually get Kappan in uh, New Horizons. Really? But you have to get the amiibo. You have to scan the amiibo. If I can, if I can get that, I, I'll I'll gladly get that amiibo just to hear him sings his songs. Well, from what I can see here, from what I'm reading, is that you can get him in the game, but he'll be as like a little poster for your house, hmm. which is actually kind of a really cool uh-huh. thing that they integra- integrated into the New Horizons game. Is hmm. that if you become like really good friends with a lot of the you know villagers in your town. They'll give you pictures of them to put in your house. I would never do that. I know you wouldn't, but personally, <laughs> I would love that. Why? You just walk outside and see them. Like, that's just one of those. I don't know. But I did like the fact that the game ran in 24-hour real time, and it always has. Oh, yeah, that's actually a really good... It's a good idea on their part. It takes into account that not everybody can play at the same times of day, um, you know, for doing such things. And certain creatures, they kind of cycle in and out at different times throughout the day, so you're always guaranteed to catch them at some point, no matter what your schedule looks like. Oh, yeah, and what's really great is that, you know, as the game kind of, you know, from when it got released... You were able to actually go online, you know, if you were lucky enough and your dial-up worked actually well enough. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. 
You you can actually look up what times the fish were available or how much you can sell them for at the Nook's Cranny or, you know, places like that. Right. You remember the tiny little shack that you start off with? Yes. It's just like in New Horizons where you get, like, this tiny little shack. Yeah, kinda. which it only cost you, the first house in the first game only cost you 19,800 bells. Because you start off with two hundred, and Tom Nook immediately takes it from your from your fucking pouch right at the beginning, where he's just yeah. like, "Oh, you got two hundred. Well, this is mine. Here, you owe nineteen thousand eight hundred left. Good luck." So you have to go pick a bunch of fruit till you can buy like a fishing pole, and then you can start catching some good fish to pay off in like two seconds flat. But, um, yeah, that. <laughs> but on the other hand, the tent in New Horizons costs you fifty thousand. Like, it, the game's gradually, the inflation rate on real estate becomes horrifying uh, in, in subsequent games. Well, in New Horizon, this is, this is how many bells per upgrade. So the tent is about 5,000. Your house is 93,000. Wait, what was the tent? No, the tent was 5,000 nook miles, which... Or shit currency. Like, let's just face I it. like the Nook Miles. I do. It's a great way to... You can actually sell 500 Nook Miles for 3,000 bells. You said how many Nook Miles? 5,000 for 3,000? 500. Okay. But still. Like, let, I mean, it's just another bogus currency you gotta keep up with. So, okay. Which, by the way, Tom Nook, that son of a bitch and his monopolies, he's already got more bells than Bezos. Like, that... That fucker is Amazon rich by the time this series is going to wrap up. If not already. I'm trying to see if I can find... Especially with his series of clones that seemingly run shops on every other island you can go to. And I'm also kind of wondering, how many museums has, a, has Blathers abandoned? That is a good question. It's a really good question because he shows up in every game and it's always a different island and he's got different museums that are sorely lacking in their exhibits. So is it just his job to travel around across the world from dilapidated museum to dilapidated museum just to hope that a villager will someday come along and actually fill his stuff, you know, with... <sighs> That's the only problem you get in games like that when you have characters cross over. Is, uh, I mean, we all love Blathers. He's a adorable little hootie bird that, you know. He's an owl. Right. Like I say, hootie bird. He's good. He's he, an owl. Yeah, hootie bird. But he, uh, you know, he, he has his museum. He, for some reason, hates bugs, even though it's one of his main exhibits. And, uh, fish and art from the. Which, that's one of my favorite things, in all honesty, is finding out that you have some, like, shysty individuals like Red who will sell you bullshit art and try and have you put it in the museum. Well, in the original games, you could just buy art off of Red and it'd be, I mean, it'd be real expensive, yes, but you could still buy original okay art from him. Yeah. But over the years, it's like it's changed completely. Well, it turned, it turned into a mini game of, like, spot the fake. Because he sells he sells fake art pieces that won't go in the museum, so instead you're forced to either sell it yourself and never get your money back on it, or just keep it in your house and realize you wasted a shitload of money. Mm. There's no winning on it, honestly. 
Um, I mean, it's ugh, it's funny. I, I kind of like that aspect of it, where you at least have one dishonest merchant in the entire place. Well, dishonest in the fact that he sells you fake goods, not dishonest in the fact that he has a monopoly on both imported goods and real estate. I mean, he's an entrepreneur. What can you say? <laughs> Red is definitely an entrepreneur. Yeah, they both are. Yeah. It's just Tom Nook. I, I'm kind of wondering, like, if anybody would open up a competing shop. Because in the other games, the Nook Inc. or whatever, like, absorbs the other shops, essentially, and puts them into their into their fold. Like, the Able Sisters, their mm -hmm. shop's attached. Mm -hmm. And you can walk from one to the other from inside. Um, the Shoe Shop Kicks also becomes part of the gigantic Nook building, I believe. Um... um. The, the poodle, hat place, poodle. yeah. Now here, but, here's inflation at its finest. So I was actually looking this up, seeing if I can find it. In the original Animal Crossing game, the total cost, so you get the complete expansion of your house. Like, the first one is 19,800 bells. First expansion is 49,800 bells. Right. Second expansion is 498,000 bells. And the final cost is 567,600 bells. Now, yeah, this seems like a lot. Now, if you kind of, you know, fast forward a little bit all the way up to New Horizons. I guarantee, like. <sighs> New Horizons, 500 nook miles. Well, 5,000, apologies. 5,000 nook miles just to get you started. First expansion, 98,000 bells. Goes up to 198, 398, 548, 758. Now, once you get up to the upstairs, it's 1,248,000 bells. The basement alone is 2,498,000 motherfucking bells. I'd like to see what the actual bells exchange rate the dollars would be because I guarantee you that yeah. has game theory even done this has Matt Pat actually like looked into this I don't know I'm sure somebody has because in all honesty I, <laughs> game theory usually they they browse a lot of sources to help out with their research because they have to turn them out pretty fast yeah but um, so I mean I'm sure somebody's done it but you know oh you could always improve on the formula Good. But, you know, after getting, you know, your whole entire house upgraded to that sweet, delectable 5,746,000 goddamn bells just to complete your house. Do you get anything special after that? I don't know. I, I didn't even, like, if I remember correctly... You get the ability to say that you probably completed the fishing and bug catching archive. I I think that's the biggest uh, bragging rights you're gonna get out of that. As opposed to like I made six million bells to pay off my house. It's still, or you just played the turnip market really well. It's still a lot less than what New Leaf was. New Leaf grand total was seven million five hundred and ninety five thousand eight hundred bells. Yeah, they probably had a lot of. Other expansions, though. Yeah, many expansion. Like, you know, make your room a little wider. 
do that twice. Yeah. Because new, new Leaf, I completed the entire house renovation because I could make a million bells in a day if I wanted to. I honestly never did. I, I could easily, yeah. Well, it all you had to do was switch the town's priorities to having it having items sell for more bells because you mm-hmm. can do that if you focus on just making if money and to, don't care about uh, anything else. The restore. Yeah. Uh, in the game with the alpacas or yeah. is it llamas? I yes. <laughs> yes. They they are one of those. Mhm. Now here's the thing. I never got the police station in New Leaf. I never did either cuz nobody brought it up. And that was like one of the hardest things to do. Now, I did enjoy making my own designs on clothes. I had a really badass 8-bit Mega Man shirt that I'd made mm-hmm. that just had Mega Man just, like, aiming his buster forward, and it was pretty awesome. Uh, I also did an 8-bit Kirby. Oh, that would have been cute to see. It was pretty cool. I, I mean, I it took forever because you could do it, you know, in, like, the squares or whatever, so I did each square individually. It took, an, it took like, a couple hours. Um, there is one really, really sweet moment in New Horizons that I actually got to experience uh, not too, too long ago. Uh, if most of you remember in the original Animal Crossing games, trying to get a coelacanth, and it was like one of the hardest fucking fish to get. And now that I have New Horizons, I've already caught like five of them. And I just remember like that moment when I actually caught one, I, I was almost brought to tears. And that may sound super pathetic <laughs> and so stupid but to me as and again i'm gonna call myself an og animal crossing player because i've i've i I, yeah i have not played every single one because a lot of them just really weren't that great but to have that final like victory of getting one of those fish is like it's amazing it always is nice when you catch one of the big ones um you know, especially whenever you see the sale price. Uh, the uh, I, I got to admit, the one thing they added into New Horizons that kind of pisses me off about new games nowadays is a crafting component. It is not needed. I agree, and I kind of disagree. I would say I would I would take a crafting component for uh, for furniture. That would be fine. Crafting component for tools, though, bullshit. I, okay, I agree with you there, but I kind of like that how you can make. I kind of like that they added that aspect because it does it help. It makes you continue with the game. Like if you want to catch something and you don't have a fishing pole or something, you craft that son of a bitch and you make it. Like yeah. you you put in effort into the game. But also, what's great is that if you read a lot of the articles that they do post about New Horizons, mm-hmm. you actually learn a lot of really interesting things. Like, there's this extremely rare fish that mm-hmm. the only way to get it is stand at the end of your dock mm-hmm. on the game and throw fish bait at the very end of it. You can't step on the sides or anything. And it takes forever. It took me a week long, like week straight, just to get the super rare fish, and it's the only one I have. And I donated it, and I'm thankful that I got it. Hmm. But holy fucktards, Batman, I was just, wow. yeah. Not have that kind of language here, Missy. 
no, a, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think, um, yeah, I mean, some of the articles, some of the stuff you can, it'd be hard to figure out without any kind of, uh, I, I don't know. I just can't think of any other way I would have figured that out by myself, but some, some people would have, which is absolutely bizarre to me. Yeah. Um, I feel like with New Horizons, it's definitely an upgrade from a lot of the other games. But for me, it's kind of, it's nice, but I hate it. Like, if you catch a big fish, like an oar fish, a shark, things like that, they put them in pools. Well, yeah. In miniature pools. Well, they're huge Huge creatures. Yeah, but do you remember back when they used to put them in fish tanks? Yeah. And, you, and I like that. Well, it takes I up less room, them. but it makes zero sense, though. But if you want to put these in your house, you can't do it because you can't see the damn thing. You can. You just got to, like, adjust, like, put it in off in a corner or whatever, kind of adjust it to where you can actually see it long ways, and you can actually get a pretty good view of it. I'd rather see, like, a view of its face and everything, not just the top half. Oh, well, that's true. That is just very much top only. And that's one thing that pisses me off about this game. Another thing that pisses me off is that it took them how many months to add the diving portion to the game? That's there now. Well, yeah, it's there now, but... There are, like, so many things that they've, that they've done to this game they're that gonna, is great. They're gradually shit. just going to do updates to keep people interested for longer. I will say I love the newest update with the diving, and they have Pascal, the adorable little, like, sea otter. It is just so cute. Mm. What? Yeah, I mean. What? <laughs> All he does is pop up and demand clams from you. I'm like, get your no, own No, it's a scallop, stuff. for one. Okay. Two, he likes to lay on his back, and he will crack open that scallop and eat it. I if know. If you actually follow him. And All he's I gotta so say, adorable. Though, to Pascal, get your own, damn it. I'm gonna sell this one. I catch him all the time, but I haven't seen Pascal in, like, past couple times I've gotten scallops. I still have yet to catch a scallop. Oh, Pascal is just so adorable. Hmm. With his cute little beanie on... He's just so cute and adorable. And I love the fact that Blather's little sister, Celeste, Mm. is also in the game, too. And what's really interesting is whenever you see her, she offers, like, she kind of gives you a little hint about, like, the stars. So if you make a wish on a shooting star, the next day you got all of these fallen stars on the beach. Mm. And you can actually use those to craft certain items, like celestial items. Um... I call them celestial items, such as, like, um... They're all made from parts from Ego, the living planet. No. (laughs) They're for... They have different, um... Signs, like Mm. an Aries, but it's an Aries rocking Oh, like Zodiac stuff. Yeah, Zodiac stuff. There you go. I couldn't think of the word. But... I really like a lot of the stuff that they in- integrated into this game. I wish that they would bring back the Super Nintendos. Oh, uh, yeah. I they mean, need to bring them back. Well, they could do so much more with it now, but... the I mean, ju- just the addition of those old Nintendo games would be great, though. I'd take it, it in a heartbeat. Um, 
<laughs> Especially what with the controllers, they could put Duck Hunt. They could actually. I'd love that. What would be super awesome too is there was <clears throat> one thing I'm trying to remember from the original game that because I remember in the original game. They had, like, you can experience every single holiday. Mm. And what I actually discovered was that they didn't do the 4th of July in the game. They didn't have the fireworks or anything. Mm. They didn't incorporate any of that into the game for this version. And I'm a little surprised because I remember... I wonder if there's probably just more of a worldly focus because out of all the markets that they sell in, 4th of July is probably only really celebrated in one place. Unless the British are absolutely adamant that they're happy we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, I, if you remember, and I don't know how well of the original game that you remember during the seasons, but during mm. the season for the 4th of July, they always made it more of like a Japanese feel, which mm. I really liked where you could get the fans or the pinwheels mm. or even play the raffle. Do you remember getting like all those raffle tickets and yeah, trying to win the prizes? Oh, I was like, I was badass at those. I I did pretty well. I I remember during like See, the raffle season. Not not me, because if when it comes to raffles in games, especially when I played like World of Warcraft and stuff, RNG is the deciding factor on that random number generator. Mm-hmm. I got fucked on that nine times out of ten. <laughs> there is no way I was ever gonna get any good items when it came to an R like a an RNG roll. Not gonna happen. You know what really. What really sucks about this game. And I don't know what it is. I have tried everything to get a wasp in this game. So hard. So very hard to get a wasp in this game. Yet this lucky ass over here was able to get one easily. Like three in one day. Yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah, I I, I just got to say I'm pretty good. Although when it came time to catch a scorpion, I've only seen one when it wasn't behind something and it stung me. So every time I've seen one after that, it darts out from behind a tree or whatever and stings me. I never have a chance. I don't even know it's there. And then I lose it immediately. And we're pretty much like on the same. Well, I think I'm, I kind of cheated yeah, well, and you know, moved it a day you, or two ahead. Well, you've been playing a couple months longer than I have. True. Uh, so I'm, I'm catching up on a lot. Learning uh, everything. I'm actually surprised that I actually caught both a tarantula and a scorpion. Yeah, I haven't even seen a tarantula. I think I missed the season on that. You could have. Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking, too. But what's another really cool thing is is the upgraded museum. Mm. That is amazing what they did with the museum this time around. Yeah, it looks a lot better. It does. I really like how they how they did that. I really, really like how they changed up the artwork for a lot of the fish as well. Hmm. The fact that they added more fish is really cool too. And I'm They do expand on the uh well they call it critterpedia on there, but they mm-hmm. do expand on the creatures that they incorporate into the game. So the fishing catalog has always gotten bigger, the bug catalog's always gotten bigger. Um, you have your mainstays, like the, uh, in fishing, the red snapper, the barred mm-hmm. knife jaw, they were in the first game. Mm-hmm. Uh, sea bass. No one cares about that. That's an abomination. <laughs> Fuck those things. Um, yeah, no, I, I hate sea bass on there. Sea basses can just, no. 
<laughs> yeah, I I've had enough of that. Um, no, sea bass irritate me because mm-hmm. they don't sell for much, <clears throat> and they look bigger in the water, so you think it's going to be better than what it is, and it never is. Yeah, and they every time that you go to catch one, it vibrates, and you're yeah. thinking, oh yeah, this is going to be a good one, and you get a sea bass, and you're like, fucking hell, no. It's like the equivalent of fishing for troll face. It just. You, every time you get it, it might as well just start playing, never going to give you up. Like, I get rickrolled by that shadow in the water every time. It should just automatically start playing as soon as you pull it right out of the ocean, too. But, the uh, yeah, I, I don't know. There's it, it, Like I said, it's kind of weird how simple the game is, but yet how engrossing it can be. It can be. And I don't think the stock market really came a, became a big thing until later on in the games. No, I mean, it was, it's always been present in all of them. Yeah, but, but in the original Animal Crossing game, it it wasn't really, like, a huge deal. I no. mean, yeah, when you had, like, the old woman come around and offer you turnips, it's like, oh, hey, great. And now in this game, it's her, I think it's her granddaughter, Daisy May. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, yeah, you know. And, she like, after a while, she'll mail you, like, bamboo shoots. Hmm. Which is actually really nice. That is, it's a little strange, too. It like, is. if I went out to my mailbox one day and just saw a bunch of bamboo shoots in there with a note attached to it, it'd be like, oh, hey, that's fucking weird. Like, <laughs> this is a person I'm never going to talk to again. And yet, you see her every Sunday. Yep. Yep. I like how they did that, it's, too. It's kind of like whenever your parents just send you a random piece of fruit in the mail in the game. You're just like, why? And on your birthday, you'd get, like, a cake or uh, certain holidays, you'd get stuff in the mail. Mm. And I feel like that that's actually one of the really great things that they kept in the games throughout the years was that you you get stuff from your parents. You get letters mainly from your mom, though. Yeah. Rarely from your dad. Yeah, how sh- how shitty is that, though, if you get letters from your fake parents in Animal Crossing on your birthday, but not your real ones? Like, that, that is... You know that's happened before. Like, your parents forgot your birthday or something, and all of a sudden, just like, well, my Animal Crossing parents didn't. Yeah, Mom. Or, yeah, Dad. You know. Unless if you're the type of person who has is, no parents. Then how, I'm really sorry for that. How old is the villager? I don't know. Because I feel like this is almost a Pokemon situation where it's like, 10 years old, go out into the world on your own. Make small creatures battle each other. Like, well, okay, obviously not that part in Animal Crossing, but it's very much like, your character doesn't seem like he's old enough to sign a contract to get a house. You know, like he's not 18, or she, you know, depending on, you, you know, what you make your character to be. Um doesn't seem like they should be able to get a home loan, but they do. Of course, when you have a raccoon who obviously has no law to abide whatsoever except for his own, uh, he can really do anything he wants, which is the most terrifying aspect of Tom Nook, is that he is all at once dictator, despot, and at certain points, like, democratically, you know... Uh, he's like a capitalist dictator. It's the weirdest, like, fucking combination. <laughs> I feel like if in Animal Crossing, you're at least over the age of 18. Better be. 
Otherwise, that it's just weird. I mean, yeah, that is true. It, it would be pretty fucking weird. <laughs> Not only that, like, obviously you have parents, but are your parents, like, the only three... Like, are you guys the only three humans? Or... It's a good question. That is a good question. Or do you remember... I don't know if you saw the MatPat episode with uh, Zipper T Bunny. I did, yes. Do you remember where he's talking about, like, how... Or I don't know if it was in the Zipper T Bunny episode or it was in the one where they were talking about how the player could have, like, some sort of mental disease and think that... Oh, yeah, and look at... See everybody as animals or whatever instead of... Instead of... I, I, I get it. I can see it. Here's a good question. Who's your favorite Animal Crossing character? I don't Blathers. You like Blathers? I do like Blathers. I mean, I do too, but is that your favorite villager that you've ever had? Oh, I don't give a shit about the villagers, truthfully. You really don't? Nope, not a single one. What? I don't know. I had, there's, I take that back. There was one I liked in New Leaf, and it was a dog that was constantly encased in bandages, looked like a mummy. Oh, let me look that one up, because I remember that dog. My favorite... I kind of liked it because I'm like, I have no idea what kind of accident befell this poor pooch, but it's never healing. He's kind of... Actually, it almost kind of reminds me of a Fallout character called the Burned Man, because he's just constantly in bandages, and the bandages never come off. So... Let me see if I can find out... So I, I like to make up a horrifying backstory for that Animal Crossing character. That he's either just extremely accident-prone or, you know, he's His the equivalent. His name is Lucky. Yeah, good name. He's <laughs> a, or he's the equivalent of Joshua Graham, the Burn Man from Fallout New Vegas. Like, that, I, I like to kind of add a horrifying backstory to the cheerful world of Animal Crossing. My two favorite dogs in Animal Crossing mm-hmm. is Cookie and Goldie. Those are my two favorites. Now, Goldie will always be my favorite Animal Crossing character out of all of the Animal Crossing characters other than Isabel because, oh my God, Isabel is just so goddamn cute. See, Goldie is one of my favorites. I, I kind of <laughs> I kind of base them on utility, like what, what do they do? And that's why none of the villagers particularly stand out to me. And their catchphrases sometimes irritate me. They're, I don't know about you, but since I'm... I, I have a villager right now on New Horizons that says Indeedy do after everything, mm-hmm. and I hate her. <laughs> like, it, imagine, like, imagine somebody who, every time they ended a sentence with you, just like, Indeedy do, you'd be like, just shut up. Do you remember where you could actually change what they say? Yeah, I do. I think they actually incorporated that with New Horizons. I'm not sure... But I would love to get to that point at some time because I know exactly what I'm going to make someone say. <laughs> yeah, like, I, <laughs> I mean, I I would always make them say something. Just, I try and make it a phrase because they only had a limited amount of space. Yeah. Like, if I could fit, I have a punchable face in there. I would gladly do it on certain characters just to hear him at the end of sentence. Just be like, I've got a punchable face. Be like, yeah, you do. Like, that's exactly why we have. One thing I've actually. Certainly beats in Dee Dee Doo. That is true. One thing I actually uh, noticed as New Horizons came out, a lot of the people who I follow on social media uh, who 
have the same interests as I do, other than Animal Crossing, a lot of them get really shitty if they don't get the character that they want on their oh, island. I know. Or if they go to, like, a desert deserted island and they see this other character, it's like, I don't want you. I don't want you to move in. So then they they bitch about it. And I'm like, guys, it's a game. You, it, It's fun to, they, to get random ones, at least. You know what's kind of weird about that? It's like they're redlining and gentrifying their Animal Crossing world. It's That's like a little fucked up. It's almost like they're biased. Well, not really even biased. They're just, I don't know. There's just, it's stupid. It is stupid how people get absolutely butthurt over not getting the animal that they want. Hmm. I'm lucky for any animal that I have. Um, on my Animal Crossing save, my current one, I only have one animal from the very, very beginning, because the other one actually recently moved out, which I'm so surprised it took him this long to do so. But uh, Renee, a horse, she was my first Animal Crossing mm-hmm. character on this save, and this is the first save I've had since March 20th when the game came out. Right. Yeah. Which, that that's my favorite thing about this new game, is that it's one of the best-selling video games ever because it got released right at the beginning of covid it did. It, it was so much to the point, like, I saw people posting on Facebook, and I kind of hope this conspiracy theory takes off, even though it's completely stupid, mm-hmm. is that Nintendo manufactured COVID to sell Animal Crossing. <laughs> now, Nintendo, I know you're not actually going to be listening to this, and I mean, if you do in the future, please give us some intel. Did you really do that? Because <laughs> if you did, you guys are some really evil bastards well, i mean they've been in but business smart they've but been in evil. they've been in business since the 1800s nintendo yeah i mean they've had their hands in just about every kind of market you could think of so you know bioengineering why not you know maybe <laughs> they not? maybe they could do that the, hey at least they won't get butt hurt whenever somebody doesn't get an animal crossing character that you know they don't want I, that's just one thing that makes me super salty is I see this all over the place and I'm just like, shut the hell up. I gotta admit that. Play the game and just of, enjoy it. Out of all the things you could bitch about in that game, that is the one that's like, yeah, mm-hmm. just, I I don't know. The, out of, <laughs> I don't think I'd ever, well, like I said, I don't care about the villagers. So. Yeah, you don't care about the villagers i personally don't but there are a few that i really like to have i do have a pink elephant now that i like though and if only because like it automatically makes me think of the part from dumbo with all the pink elephants Mm -hmm. like his weird like drunk yeah drunk off his ass acid trip like you know whatever it Mm -hmm. was in that sequence so i'm constantly feeling like my villager just sees that pink elephant because he's probably just smashed all the time (laughs) oh my god Oh. Wasn't that usually the thing in cartoons? Like, they'd get drunk and they'd see, like, pink elephants or something like that? Pink it, elephants. Or if you're talking about the labyrinth, where you see, like, these creatures take their heads off and wait, juggle are we talk- Yeah, no, we're talking... Okay, you're talking about that Jim Henson movie. Yeah. The labyrinth. David Bowie's codpiece. All I gotta say to that. David Bowie was... Oh, my God. When I first saw that movie, I, I first saw it... Oh, God, it's been so many years. It's been at least... Uh, I want to say about six, seven years ago, maybe a little bit more since I actually watched that. Well, when I first saw it, 
Um, I had... Wait. I had... Um, Can we get some freaking Muppets in Animal Crossing? I would love that so much. Like, which Muppets? I don't care. Like, I, I would care about the villagers if they were Muppets. Like, I actually... Beaker! No, Sam the Eagle. Beaker. Sam the Eagle. I would love Beaker. I, I would. Because he could just go, me, 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 <laughs> See, I, I would get kind of annoyed with that. You'd have to have Bunsen with him. But Sam, Sam the Eagle, that would be the greatest one because he's so uptight. One thing that I would really like if they incorporated in the Animal Crossing game. Muppet Crossing. There we go. That's a new game. Trademark it before Nintendo does. I mean, I figure you'd be all in on that. Introducing yourself as Rainbow would be the Rainbow Connection. Yeah, I took it there. I, I'm going to applaud you on that one. I, I'm applauding. Can you hear me clapping, silently clapping my hands? There you go. Uh, if you're silently clapping, then no. Huh? You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's a good thing that this is not, like, recorded on, like, a video or anything, because best believe if people could see the look on my face that I'm giving you right now. <laughs> I could describe it for them. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm capable of that. Well, that's great. Okay. Tell us more about you. <laughs> well, and what are your interesting facts? Tell us more. Oh, no, I was just saying, like, I can okay, describe Okay, now I'm bored. Here. Let's talk about more Animal Crossing. See, that's just, that's just rude now. But I, that's, that's fine. No, you, you do you. Let's do it. Animal Crossing. <laughs> Everybody, I think I made the ginger butt hurt. No. Did I make the ginger butt hurt? No, I've been sitting down fine the whole time. Well, that's good. I'm really happy to hear that. Unless you, <laughs> unless you put a tack in my chair. It would be cool if they have the option to where you can get, like, your own tiny little island. Not the one that you obviously live on, but just, like, a small, deserted, tropical island like they had in New Leaf. I wish I could start my own business on it so that way I could just earn bells without having to do shit. That would be great. I mean, if they would incorporate the tropical island yeah. in New Horizons from New Leaf and they had cap Cap'n back, that <laughs> would be great. Mm, that would be, yeah. They need to bring Captain back anyway. I, that's why they have that dock there. I guarantee he's going to be in a later add-on. He could be. They'll probably, yeah, I mean, everything nowadays has to have some kind of Game Pass or DLC element to it. It'll eventually yeah. happen. One thing, and I, I keep saying that, the one thing that pisses me off, there's more than one thing if you haven't noticed Another thing that pisses me off is that when you get Gulliver or Wisp and, like, you have to go on, like, these little missions for them to collect, like, five items, I wish that they would fucking just mix it up already. Have it be other pieces to his communicator. Or, or maybe better help yet, him get to his boat. Better like yet, it's just dumb enough. Like, I guarantee he knows those numbers. I'll just let him use my phone. I don't want to dig up the pieces, that, you know, to his stupid phone on the beach or whatever. And what if his communicator is like a satellite phone? Should be waterlogged. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, Nintendo, for Christ's sakes, bring in some new content to the Animal Crossing game. Like, something a little bit newer. I mean, yeah, the little missions that you can do, that's great. Mix it up a little. Like on Pocket Camp. 
they have options where they they've been like improving that since they released it in 2017 where they have options to where you have to collect like x amount of items for like certain things for Gulliver's ship um, or you know things like that why can't they bring that back I don't like, know why it, can they incorporate? it kind of all amounts to a fetch quest anyway though I mean that's as much as uh, one of the reasons I quit playing a lot of games, World of Warcraft, uh, plenty of stuff like that, is because a lot of quests are fetch quests where it's like, go get these items, bring them back. Then you can do this with them. Go get this item, bring it back. Go get ten of this, bring it back. That's a lot like what Pocket Camp is. But right. with Pocket Camp, you have a small area where you can decorate your camper that you get, which is small and you can pretty much pay it off pretty quickly but also you have the option of going to other campers islands you know and all that fun jazz i wish they would kind of incorporate that too into new horizons Hmm. not everything mind you i wish that you can like have friends but they have the option to sell things Hmm. but just like they did in the original game with the gyroids where you can put stuff in your gyroids and people who come visit your town, they oh, can yeah. buy stuff out of it. Yeah. I wish that they would bring that back, too. Because you know eventually they're going to add in, like, the re- the recycling center. They're going to add in Cap'n. They're going to add in all kinds of crap. But it's just going to be, like, one of those that every three months we'll probably hear about something. So that mm-hmm. way they keep people interested. And then they can eventually start releasing DLC because people will be like, well, they gave us a few things for free. We can buy this one. Yeah, or incorporate, like, what is it called? Because it's been a good minute since I actually played. They got some. Pocket Camp. They have, like, leaf bucks that you can actually buy. It's, like, in-game currency, things like that. Nook tickets and all that good stuff. Yeah. I I never played Pocket Camp. I just read up on it. I I don't know. I kind of hate managing... Multiple forms of currency. Pocket Camp... Truthfully. ...was pretty interesting. I mean, it's a pretty interesting game. There's a lot of people who still play it. It's funny. I say that, and I've played plenty of classic, like, real-time strategy games where you have to manage, like, six different resources at once. I I don't mind that, but for some reason... In games like this, where I'm like... the, The simplicity is already there. And then you add a couple layers. Like, I don't mind adding complexity to a game, but for the most part, it just really needs to make sense. It, yeah. it doesn't need to be superfluous. Like, it, like essentially, I understand the Nook Miles because it's basically, essentially, like a store card. It's, you know... Like store credit. It's, it's your rewards card. It's, you know... It, yeah. Complete arbitrary tasks around the island is basically him trying to trick you into making the island a better place for minimal rewards. Mm-hmm. Which is extremely manipulative. I wonder if they're going to bring Jack back. Hmm. Do you remember Jack from the original game? No. The little character during October that would walk around with Jack O' Lantern. Oh, no, I do. Okay, yeah, I yeah. do remember. I would really the, like for them to bring him back. I know they did bring him back in Pocket Camp. But I don't know if they're going to bring him back in New Horizons. Because if they're not uh, celebrating the 4th of July or, you know, fireworks, at least on that day, it makes me wonder if they're going to celebrate any of the ho- other holidays, too. 
Well, yeah, most of those holidays are celebrated in their larger markets, but North America, only a third, you know, of their, or, well, I mean, I guess it's the largest population point of their market outside of China, but, you know, nobody's going to really give a shit about the 4th of July in Canada or Mexico or Europe. Like I said, unless the British are just extremely happy they got rid of us. They could be. They could be. Maybe. I don't know. From a lot of what my friends say that live overseas, you know, they're pretty happy not to be living in the States right now. Mm. Especially with, you know, all this mess that's going on. Yeah. yeah pan- uh, poorly managed pandemics don't generally endear you to the rest of the planet. Yeah. And we are one of the biggest, well, actually, we're the number one country to have, like, what, the most deaths? I, well, I... Honestly, based, well, actually, China has a larger population than we do, and they might have, I don't know. I haven't taken a look at the statistics because it's depressing. Um, <laughs> it really is. <clears throat> but to think about Animal Crossing, it is a great game to play, whether, you know, you're new to video games as a kid or if you're like us. Yeah. I mean, I'm the youngest one ever on the podcast, which, hey, thank you so much for that. Well, actually, too. I guess technically Micah has chimed in a few times. He's six. Yeah, Or, he's or six. sorry, seven or eight. Sorry, seven or we eight. We have to ask Yeah, RBG. Isaiah ABG is going to kill me if I can't get that one right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he's, uh, I guess that that's our youngest contributor. And he absolutely schooled us on the Ninja Turtles episode. Um, he did. The, let's see here. The, but I, I think one of the, my favorite things about Animal Crossing now, now that I'm older, when I was younger, I enjoyed it for the simplicity, and it's just a game you could pop in, play, get done what you wanted to without having to really struggle. Uh, it was just a nice change of pace whenever you were probably, you know, in the midst of playing Halo or Call of Duty or something. Like, you just turn it off and go to something simple for a little bit. But now, it has turned into what... I like to call a you know a dad game or a parent game a mom game, where it's basically after the kids, you know, calm down and go to sleep, you can turn this on and just, just fucking shut down. Yeah, like you can think of it that way. It takes zero thought, whatsoever. Just like I just gotta wait till that bobber goes under and hit the A button to catch a fish. That's all I need to do. Or you can go talk to Orville or Wilbur, the adorable dodo birds. Oh, my God. I Is there anything that's not adorable in that game? Well, from the original game, I remember the Pelicans being in the post office. I remember the Pelicans and, like, the oh, cute yeah, little the monkey at the train you, station. Which is funny because one of those Pelicans was extremely sarcastic, and it was almost like having, um... God, why can't I remember the Ghostbusters receptionist name? It was like having Annie Potts' character from Ghostbusters as a receptionist in the uh, mailroom. Wow. It was awesome. What was that? I, I can't remember exactly what that Pelican's it's name like was. like everybody's in such a good mood in that game all the time that it almost kind of irritates me. I it's just like none of you ever have a bad day. Yeah. And, and there she <laughs> is. That makes me sound extremely sour in real life, but there's... Phyllis! A... That's what her name was. Thank you. I hated Phyllis. Really? I did. I she loved... was such a bitch. That's why I loved her. She was the only one who had a default setting that wasn't happy. 
Well, I like Pelly. Pelly was adorable. And then Pete, like, if you actually got onto the game early enough, you could actually see Pete uh, deliver your mail to you. Yeah, I remember that. I, I think maybe that's I, that's where you and I differ. I want an island full of grumpy residents. And, I mean, go for it. You can actually do that. I can't. All of them are happy. None of them ever have anything to complain about. And if they do complain, they do that little stormy cloud thing for three seconds, and then all of a sudden they're happy again. Like, I can't have my sarcastic pelican back. Or what you could do is that you can uh, see the really, really dark side of Nookie Boy whenever you try to kick somebody out of town. Oh, you see, that's the one thing they added into this new game that I'm like, wow, Nook's given up a little bit of his power to let you play God on the island. Uh, see, I... that's the weird thing. To a certain degree... Animal Crossing is starting to branch off into some kind of uncomfortable territory because, you know, like I said, you're kind of, when people who are, like, trying to actively control who comes into their island, you know, and kicking out the ones they don't want, it's like you're you're gentrifying your island. That's a little weird to have that kind of power. That's a territory I'm not going to branch into. Whatever animals come to my island, they're there to stay. I think it's even weird that I have to set up the plots for them. They should just sit their own. Yeah, I mean, you can always go to Isabel and tell her, it's like, hey, you know, this animal's not really working out. Really kind of want him to go. You know, can we get him out of here already? Now, you can look it up on to see how you can get, you know, that animal out of your town. But it'll take a while. See, yeah, like I said, I'm not worried about that. They want to go. They can go whenever. I'm not doing that kind of stuff. And I, I you know. Like I said, it, it branches off into some really, really weird-ass territory yeah. for an Animal Crossing game. It's like you, you become the world's shittiest landlord, where it's just like, that animal, I don't really like their face. I'm going to get rid of them. I find their catchphrases annoying, but the thing is, I don't have to talk to them. Yeah, and one thing that is kind of stupid that they have incorporated into the New Horizons game is you have a rating system on your island. You go to Isabel once you get, like, Town Hall put mm -hmm. in. You can talk to her about a ranking system or a rating system. Mm -hmm. About how many stars does your island get? And you at least have to get three stars to get KK Slider to come to your island. Oh, I remember, yeah. Oh, my God. It is so... So stupid. I well, don't know why they incorporated they did that something, in the game. They did something like that on New Leaf where you had to um, get a certain citizen satisfaction ranking before you could do something. Yeah. I, can't, I don't remember what it was, but it had to hit like 100% and you had to talk to it right at that time to get uh, whatever the hell it was you were trying to do. Basically, I mean, it was not like it was too hard. All I did was pulled weeds and talked to everybody in town that day. And then after that, I got what I wanted. Never did it again. Yeah, with this one, you have to make sure that your island is like looks fantastic. So there are people who actually did it, and they said, "Well, yeah, I filled my island full of junk, just junk everywhere, and I got a five star review." And I'm like, how? Now, there are people who do amazing things with their islands. Oh, yeah. Especially with the terrain the, builder, the, everything. The customization cool. options they added in were the most significant feature that they've mm -hmm. added in at all in any of the games. Because mm -hmm. it's really the only thing you could terraform. 
And that's pretty impressive. It's like everybody took a page out of Minecraft's book to where you can completely manipulate the land around you in a lot mm -hmm. of these kind of games. So, I mean, thank you, Minecraft. Um, yeah, big thank for, you to Minecraft. Although, fuck you at the same time, because not every game needs a crafting system, but yet all of them feel like they have to. Not every single game. No, but a lot of them do. I mean... Even some racing game, like they don't have a crafting component, but they have like a. Essentially, some of them even started getting like material gathering or shit. And hey, why? Like, not all of them need it. At least in certain games, it makes sense. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense in a lot of them. I kind of like the crafting. And not thing only that, Animal Crossing. crafting. Uh, the thing, the, the problem I have with crafting is that it turns the game into a tedious grind whenever you have to go for something you really, really want. And they, a lot of games have never figured out that happy balance between work and play when it comes to that. And usually in video games, I just kind of want to play. Like, I don't mind working to get an item, but I either want to be able to buy it and not have to scour all the corners of the map looking for this one rare geode that you can only find once every, like, 100 pickaxe swings, you know, and getting it out of something you want. That's understandable. I, I, I'm just going to have to disagree with you on that one because I kind of like the crafting in the game. There are some things that I hate about it. Obviously, you know, the tools that, yeah. But there are some pretty cool DIY stuff that you can actually make. Like, you know, going back to the Zodiac pieces. Mm -hmm. I got two of them, like two or three of them right now. And I would love to make them for my house. Yeah, and I, I think you're right. Like I said, it makes sense for furniture. But I also <laughs> realize that part of why they do that is just to give the game some kind of replay value. Because they know it's not coming from anywhere else. Like, the, it's it's adding in a certain kind of tedium that is not very well served elsewhere. And a lot of games, like I said, Animal Crossing is not exactly an offender of that because they do just enough to where it's not annoying, but also enough to where you kind of get tired of it after a little bit, so you go do other stuff. Yeah. Um, but other games make it such a vital component to the game that without grinding, without doing all that extra work to the point where you're just like, God, I just wish I could not do this anymore. I've been bored with it for three hours already. Mm -hmm. Like, that, some of them do it to a horrible degree. Or how you have every single fossil in the museum and you just need one more. And it's and never going to happen. Yeah, and it's never going to happen, or it takes, like, forever to get it, which is bullshit. Yeah. I'm is... not salty. I'm not salty at all. What are you talking about? Yeah, and they, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm talking about earlier, though, with RNG, random mm -hmm. numbers. Like, I, I'm never going to win that fight. I know that. I've resigned to my fate of never necessarily getting the item that I'm actually looking for. My goal in this save I, is I want to finish every single thing in the museum. I want to get all the fish, all the bugs, all the paintings. And I, my my oh, luck with random bosses. number generator is so bad that on games like uh, Borderlands, when I was trying to get a certain weapon or shield or something like that to drop out of a very specific enemy, 
I tried one time for a month straight, every day, hours a day, just harvesting this thing over and over and over again and still never got it because that is my luck. And I, I can accept that and just have to figure out ways to absolutely stomp somebody's ass another way. One really nice thing, though, in Animal Crossing is the storage system. Hmm. Do you remember how in, like, the old storage, storage systems, like, things wouldn't stack, and you would have to put them in, like, multiple different wardrobes or dressers or whatever? Now they have this whole system where oh, everything yeah. stacks, which is so nice. It's so nice. Because now if you get, like, a bunch of fruit... You it, like that? it doesn't take up all your inventory space. I just like having storage space without you having to have a dresser or anything around. You know, because in the older games, like New Leaf, you had to have a dresser, and then it had, like, somehow it had infinite, well, not infinite space, but it had way too much space that the dresser should not have for items that, for the love of God, you should never be able to fit. <laughs> you know, even in one drawer, mind you. But... um but it was all interconnected to any other storage thing that you had in your house. So you could open the refrigerator and pull out a T-shirt that you stuffed in the dresser. Yeah. Because it's it's part of what I like to, it, and it's usually only found in RPGs. It's the infinite pocket dimension, where mm -hmm. it's like for some reason the backpack that your character carries around that you can never see them wear can hold like six hundred pounds worth of stuff. Just like Minecraft. I, I I think it's just basically like a portal that they drop something into and it just goes into a giant warehouse somewhere and then whenever you reach in, it's kind of like the backpack from Jumanji. It just makes appear what you need. Even though, like I said, you'll never see the backpack. Go into third-person mode in Skyrim sometime and you'll never see that, like the inventory, like the backpack. You'll never see what mm -hmm. he's carrying. There's no reason. Or if you've ever seen Halloween Town, it's just like the grandmother reaching into her bag. Or like Mary Poppins, too. <laughs> Mary Poppins. See, that's the thing. Video games. Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. I guess. Question is, what kind of medicine? <laughs> I was here. <laughs> now that I say that joke might be too much. It's like, don't mix it with the Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, that's... We're going dark here. Don't go dark. There's don't a, go that dark. There's a lot of darkness to be found in Animal Crossing. If you're really... You know, or how whenever you're trying to catch like that big fish, you see it and it nibbles, nibbles, nibbles. And right before you click that button, it swims off. Yeah. It's like that song. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> just plays in your mind and you're just sitting there like, what have I done with my life? Uh, yeah, I, that was, was me with sharks. Yeah, we just took this to Simon and Garfunkel. And oh, I, that's that's a good place to derail everything. Um, damn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're going down that dark, dark tunnel of Animal Crossing. Like, where do these animals go whenever they leave? Are they secretly murdered or... Nook murders them. I'm 100%. Like, I... Nick murders them and then takes all their shit and puts them in the store. Right. Like, that... My... I, I mean, that's... I've always had that conspiracy theory that Nook is some kind of mafia figure 
But as the games go on, he gradually gains more power to even at one point, Timmy and Tommy Nook call him President Nook. Because I believe he's just president of Nook Inc., the company. But even at that, he's got to the point where he's basically establishing colonies on islands and shit now. So I'm really not too sure if he might just be some kind of political figure, too. You know, like, maybe he finally got exiled in this new game to where you're finally, uh... Or maybe, just maybe, he's God. No. No. (laughs) Because no deity... No deity that is just or kind should Think ever. about it. Think about it, though. No, I've thought about it. If anything, he's the devil. No, Cody, listen. No. Could he be God? No. And he is just making you live in his own personal hell See, and makes you pay for everything. Well, you know, maybe it's limbo. I say, you know, no, I mean, if anything, he's not God at that point. He's the devil. Like, clearly, uh, you know, I, I maybe <laughs> maybe this is too... Uh, we're going way off topic. No, we're not. We're talking about Tom Nook <laughs> and how he might quite clearly be the devil or some kind of island despot, some kind of Caribbean dictator kind of figure. I who, mean, a Caribbean dictator, I can definitely see that being a thing. I don't... Well, the weird part is, like, You know, he's, child labor... Possible imprisonment of all the animals and villagers. Have you thought about that? Oh, no, I've definitely thought about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he quite clearly, he tries to trap you in a system of debt you'll never get out of. Mm-hmm. Because most people usually quit playing before they actually pay off the home loan. Um, as far as I know, we don't know what happens to anybody when they leave. Some of them do come back to visit after they leave. So maybe they don't all die, but it's very much like a hot fuzz situation where mm-hmm. your happy village, uh, occasionally you got to get rid of a few bad apples with some garden shears. You know, like... Or, a- if you remember, do you remember back in the original Animal Crossing game, like if you plugged into another village or another town, um, and if you come back, like maybe about a couple days later, one of your villagers is like, ah, I'm leaving, and then they go to your... Yeah. Go to the other town. They do that in New Horizons now, too. I've noticed. Oh, I, yeah, I know. But but every town, every island, everybody has a Tom Nook and a Timmy and a Tommy mm-hmm. and a Blathers. So I love Blathers. He's just, I, oh, he's a good boy. He's a real good boy. They, I'm, I'm just going to posit the theory here that Animal Crossing exists as part of a series of parallel universes. And that every time you travel from one island to another, you're not so much traveling across different islands on the same planet so much as you are going into different realities. So the villager is basically in my, like Doctor Strange. Like, it very much so. Either that or Tom Nook has a series of clones for all of these characters that go from, that he uses to inhabit all these different islands. Or maybe it could be a lot like The Matrix. Oh, shit. It's all a simulation. And bunch of... What, like, isn't the guys like in The Matrix Mr. Smith? Oh, uh, you mean Agent Smith? The Yeah, the main antagonist, Agent so Agent Smith, Mr. Smith's, like, all of them. Nook is secretly a Mr. Smith clone over and over and over again. I mean, yeah, Agent Smith does get the ability to copy people. Mm-hmm. 
Now we're getting into the dark underbelly of Animal Crossing. <laughs> we so were wait, in the light, that, happy moments. Does that mean that? the villager would be Neo eventually then? Uh, no. No, you wouldn't. You'd just be some random schlub in the Matrix because yeah. you're never going to win. You'll never get out. Yeah, you're not going to take the red pill. And if you do, then it would be definitely something dark and decrepit. I wonder, ooh, I've actually seen people make actual, like, little videos or movies out of their Animal Crossing islands on New Horizons. There's a few of them I've actually seen on YouTube. They're really good. They're actually really good. Hmm. It makes me wonder. Somebody out there needs to make one like just like that. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see one based around the Matrix. That would actually be really interesting. I wonder if anybody would actually do that. Yeah, except what's his end game? Like, Agent Smith just wanted to be free of the confines of the Matrix. Like, it, you know, on the other hand, Tom Nook just seems like he wants to control every resident's life. To a certain mm -hmm. degree. Like, I could see where the God aspect comes through, but... At the same time, he's also not a benevolent deity either. He, he's kind of more like a Greek god where he's kind of in the middle. He's really not good and really not bad. These, well, are, these are questions that Depending could, on your viewpoint, I guess, because I don't like Tom Nook. These are questions that have most likely <clears throat> been stewing in some people's minds for the last 19 years. Yep. Talking to one of them right now. Yep. I, uh, <laughs> uh, Tom freaking Nook. I've always been in, definitely intrigued by his character, but it started off to where I thought he was just part of some kind of mafia that just ran rackets in town mm -hmm. to gradually becoming more and more sinister because his power just continuously grows. He could be some sort of god. Or I, deity. I, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I don't know about that. Definitely some kind of demon. I definitely see. I, I don't fault him for running a successful business, but I do seemingly wonder why he's on every island. You know? Like, they... It, whenever you have crossover characters like that, and you, like I said earlier, and you add in internet gameplay, like, you know, you add in that connected gameplay from place to place, it turns a little problematic. Hmm. <clears throat> So, yeah, I don't know. I uh, as much as I, I, as much as I say I don't like the character, he is the most intriguing by far. Maybe he can secretly be the god of money. Huh. Oh, Plutus, the Greek god of wealth. Could huh. that actually be a thing? Do you do you think that he could possibly be something such as that? <laughs> okay. God of greed. Um, hmm. That is something to think about. Very well could be, but he doesn't seem all that greedy. Otherwise, he would probably impose harsher loan terms on you. I mean, charging you like, $2 million? Oh, bells? Mine, well, sorry, for bells, one, yeah. we don't know the bells exchange rates of whatever currency exists throughout the rest of the world. Let's see if I can actually look at <clears> that. So I, I'm fully, like, I'm not completely in on him. Well, actually, I'm pretty in on him being a despot of some kind. But 
but uh, I, you know, like I said, there's there's a lot of things that kind of come to his defense as well. Like he's not exactly Gordon Gecko, you know, he, from uh, uh, Wall Street, mm-hmm. but he is definitely, you know, he's he's not exactly greed is good, but he is definitely getting fairly close. I ha- did find something as far as what the Bell Exchange could be believed to be as. Mm. And it's believed that one bell is equivalent to one Japanese yen. Oh. So, a dollar for one bell. Well, yeah, I mean, then you get the yen to dollars. Or one U.S. dollar for about a hundred bells. So, a hundred bells could be a dollar. Huh. Okay. So, hold on here. So, in that case... I guess we'll just use a quick example then of what? Two point, was it 2.3 million? <laughs> Roughly, yeah. Two point. And that was just for like your last house upgrade. So 2,300,000. Divide that by 100. 23,000. 20, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's actually... And in terms of adding an entire room onto your house, that's really not a bad rate. Depending on what you're going for, I guess. What's funny is that somebody mm-hmm. actually, uh, on Vice, an mm-hmm. article that you can find online, uh, someone actually calculated how much Tom Nook is ripping you off in Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, like, I'm not the only person who thinks he's the son of a bitch. Like, he's he's definitely... Well, I shouldn't say a son of a bitch, but he's definitely, like, a good businessman to the fact that he has managed to crush it and actually develop these monopolies on multiple islands, Uh, you know. Hold on. Well, this article I found has bells to U.S. dollars conversion being about 57 bells, or 57 bells to every dollar. So it's a little different in each... And each one. So each country, you know, maybe even other players have figured it out in different conversions. And hey, you know, could be right for yen or, or, you know, for U.S. dollars being, you know, even cheaper than that. No matter what, though, Nookie Boy is definitely ripping you off. Yeah. Of course, that was the new leaf uh, calculation that I saw for the 57 bells for yeah. every $1. Because um, they do note that in New Horizons, the Nintendo Switch price is the same in bells as it is in yen. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes more sense if you would just calculate out the actual yen to dollar uh, conversion rate. This is something that I definitely feel like we need to talk about. Um, is I actually brought this up to you today about how in the new update there are people stealing things off of other people's islands. Oh yes, pirate pirating, right? Pirating. Now, uh, for those of you who are not aware of what is going on, I actually saw this, and 
I was really surprised. I was surprised, but not really surprised. Uh, players who, after the new update where you can dive off of your, um, your dock over by your airplane in New Horizons, mm. players will jump off of that, swim across the island to another portion of the island that's blocked off, and take things from other players and then log off. They would take, from the article that I read, they would take uh, very rare DIYs uh, that were hidden on the island. Money trees, they would shake, steal all the bells there. They would take furniture. They would take... Okay, see, that makes sense because at that point, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the risk you run with those things anyway. Yeah. Like, I I never do that for good reason. Not only that, I don't really allow access to my island. So. And they do have this thing, if I remember correctly, it's just like Amazon, but it's called Nikazon, I think. Well, let me actually look that up. Uh, let me see. Yeah, Nikazon. Uh, it's an actual website that you can go on to Come and on. you can look up items. I shit you not. You can look up items like clothing, fossils. You can even do villagers, and you trade it for I for other things. Like, do you see this? I do. A million bells for a villager. I'm not doing that. Like, yeah. It's, well, I mean, we've already established I don't care about the villagers anyway, so I am not mucking about with any of that. They even do it with DIY recipes. Like, depending on which one it is. Like, there are some on here that are really hard to get. Mm. And people will spend... Like, see, here's here's the Aries rocking chair. I have that DIY. Yeah. They're wanting 520,000 bells for it. At that point, just finish off a new home expansion. Yeah. Like, I, there's no reason why any of that would... I take that back. I definitely know some people who would fall prey to jumping into that stuff. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Like, seems like it's also a really good way to allow your, you know, island to get manipulated in a way you don't want it to. There are people who love Animal Crossing, like myself. Mm-hmm. Or there's people out there who will literally play it like an obsession. I've seen people who have played it from the original day that it came out on March 20th of this year and completely delete their save after getting all of this stuff because they were unhappy with their islands and they just want to completely redo it. I've yeah. honestly thought about it multiple times. Oh, I know. I, I remember you telling me about that, and I I don't know. I don't I don't think of it that way. If I just get bored with the game, it's going to quit playing it. Yeah, you get bored with it and then come back to it later on. But for me, I, I guess it's just this weird thing where I want to continue to keep all of the amazing fish bugs, everything. I I want to be able to keep that, but I just want to completely just have a fresh start on my island. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't blame you. It's a 
just you can't have your cake and eat it too on that though. Like they they don't allow that. No, they which don't. Kind of sucks. And the other thing that sucks is if you're playing on the same switch, um, the second player basically contributes nothing. Yeah. To the only thing you can do is catch stuff, sell stuff, and upgrade your house. The only the player who basically is essentially the owner of the island, whatever profile you use to first establish it, mm -hmm. is the only one who can experience any major event in it. Yeah. You know, like the opening of the town hall, you know, the upgraded town hall, that kind of stuff. Like, essentially, the other people are just there for the ride. And I believe it was just like that in the original Animal Crossing game, too. Not really. I mean, everybody who was there, you they could cut down trees, they could take all your fruit, they could, you know, I mean, you can still do all that, I guess, as the other player, but everything... And you can still donate stuff. But in the original Animal Crossing, there wasn't really any big events like that, though. That is true. Like, so, the fact that they kind of cut all the other players out of the equation, if you're playing on the same Switch, you know, under different profiles, is... Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of that. <clears throat> so much that I wish they would incorporate back into New Horizons. And hopefully they do over time, like they did with the diving and everything. I was really super excited about that. And even building all of these bridges and inclines and everything, it, the bells rack up, you know, just to pay for it all. And I feel like that's the tedious part of it, is that you have to catch, like, all of these bugs. You have to catch all these fish. Mm. Or you have to do this. You have to do that in order to get, you know, anywhere in the game. So, if you look at it, it could, it could be a game that you just enjoy playing in your free time and, you know, enjoy it as is. Or... That, I mean, like I said earlier, that's kind of what I turned it into is it's it's a parent game it's one of those like the kids kids go down to sleep i'm gonna turn on some animal crossing i'm gonna catch a shark or two i'm gonna sell it yeah depending on how long you get to actually play yeah i was gonna say that's the other part to it too i you know eventually i'm gonna try and catch some sharks get pissed off when i catch too many sucker fish or sea bass and then <laughs> turn it <laughs> yeah. off and go to sleep i mean the sucker fish you get a decent amount out you of get it, but fifteen hundred. Yeah, it's still kind of a rip off compared to. But with the deep sea diving, they have this giant clam. You get fifteen grand if you get one. I've gotten two already. Yeah, I mean, I I don't do a whole. I haven't gotten to play really much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my my switch is only available for a week at a time. Because um, your tiny clone yes. takes it with them to their. Other parent house. Yes, I just need to teach him how to play so that way he can go deep sea diving for me. <laughs> I, I told him last time I dropped him off, I was like, go catch me some fish in Animal Crossing, buddy. I know it's not going to happen. He loves Kirby. He made the right choice, too. It's Kirby. It is Kirby. I you love know? Kirby. Yeah, it, or Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, or Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, yeah, which is guys, also pretty solid. Yeah, and you guys actually finished that game not too long ago, didn't you? Yeah, I quit playing it for a while, and then he got back into it, so yeah, if, if, we uh we ran through that. I enjoy strategy games. So yeah. I don't know if you remember, but remember I think it was a new leaf 
where they um, incorporated the rooms in the museum where you can decorate them however you want. Yeah. I remember those. Yeah. I remember those, and then I remember, like, all the other Nintendo stuff that they brought into the game, like the outfit. Because you could get the, uh, the pedometer that was on the, whatever, the 3DS mm-hmm. was how you got those tickets, and then you could turn in those tickets for specialized items, which were, like, the Nintendo things, which is why I had Link's complete outfit and Samus's helmet and... Uh, the shell, the three green shells from Mario Kart, the star coins, mushrooms. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't even know that was the way that you got them because mm. when playing the game, I remember going up to it was all the way up to the very tip top, like over the tracks and everything, uh, to where that little dog was with with his little raincoat on, mm. and you got to uh, visit other people's houses that way. I remember seeing, like, different <laughs> items, and you can just buy them for mm. bells. Like, they oh, have yeah. a catalog of everything that's in their house, and you can just go through. And if it's for sale, you have the option of paying, like, X amount of bells for it. That was great. The only shitty part about it was is that, for me at least, it didn't load very many houses. I barely got any to look at anyway. I was kind of hoping you could get Link's sword so that way instead of pulling weeds, you could just... Spend like a spin slash and get rid of all of them. Legend of Zelda be, style. That would be pretty cool, but you gotta watch out for all the pottery. Oh no, you wouldn't. That's how you get more bells. <laughs> you bust open the pottery, get some, get some extra bell bags out of it. Yeah, and you can have just like a slight, you know, asthma attack while you're like <laughs> wanting to get, break all those pots just <laughs> to always... get like more. Because, you know, the memes where it's like Link is, he yeah. sees like Pottery Barn or something. And it's like, well, that was breathing intensifies. I, I try, like, I'm sure people have already done it, but I, I proposed a video years ago when I had that internship at that website where, you know, I wanted to write a script just for a, a short where Link just goes into a fucking Pottery Barn or whatever and just, just wrecks the place looking for money. That was it. It was just going to be him running in and just indiscriminately start busting pots around. And then, you know, the owner just like, what the fuck? Get out of here. You know. <laughs> it's like you're a bull in a china shop. Oh, exactly. You, you know, or just following Link as he goes around town chopping up people's shrubbery outside. Just once again looking for cash or, you know, some extra it's shots like, or a what slingshot. What the fuck are you doing? Stop. <laughs> I would love to see that. I don't think I've honestly seen anybody do that, but for sure, we need to make this happen. Oh, we got to yeah. talk to the guys. We got to make it a big thing. I'll help make the costume. It'll be great. Oh yeah, like I, it it would be hilarious. Like it, I mean, like I said, I'm sure the idea has been thought of a hundred times over. But yeah, I, Link I in real life. We got to look that up. And if anybody actually has seen this, please let us know. I do, because I got to see that shit. I got to see what other people have thought of. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this is a good place. Like, we've kind of gotten off topic again. Maybe it's a good place to end for Animal Crossing. But I I mean, I, I think Animal Crossing forever. Yeah, we kind of seem to be going back and forth all around and a lot of things on it. We've already gotten into Animal Crossing conspiracy theories. So, you know. The, we've, you know, Tom Nook is the Illuminati of the game. 
the Illuminati, could be God, could be part of the Matrix. We he don't can't. Know. He cannot be God. Because like, <laughs> just Come in on. terms of using that Expand term alone. Expand your imagination. I have, but I'm the only problem. I'm using SpongeBob here. Imagination. <laughs> the fact that you just use SpongeBob made your argument just tank. Uh, no. Fuck the, you too. No, I love SpongeBob. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, in terms of this, whenever you use the term God, it implies a benevolent deity. And we know Nook is anything but benevolent. Mm -hmm. If anything, like I said, he's very much in a gray area or he's the devil. There's no. Or maybe he could secretly be a god of wealth. We don't know. So, yeah, like, a god, I would suppose. Especially he, if No, no, he's Mr. Krabs in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> money, money, money. <laughs> Very, probably a close relative of Mr. Krabs. Could, could be. Might as well be. Mm -hmm. I mean, at that point. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we've already kind of branched off the conspiracy theories, the gameplay, mm -hmm. there's not a honestly a whole lot to talk about because as per usual Nintendo method, they take what works, they mm -hmm. carry it over from game to game, and for some reason you just like it. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they're not going to reinvent the wheel too much. Uh, I, I would be a little surprised if they incorporated uh, like other characters from other games in the game mm -hmm. as like a, you know, hidden gem or something. Oh yeah, like the, yeah. Um, I would love to check out all the Easter eggs in each, like, in the Animal Crossing games. Because I know there's hidden secrets, things like that. I'm actually going to go in-depth, and maybe we can come back to this at some point yeah. and see if we found anything. You know, if we did find something, we can come back to it. But, I, but, you know, on that same note, usually when we declare a magnificent bastard of the week... Um, you know, we, we're mm -hmm. looking for somebody in the topic that we go with, and there's no one more fitting for Animal Crossing's magnificent bastard than Tom Nook, the man who is, <laughs> sorry, the, the raccoon who is the Jeff Bezos of his world, basically slowly growing a monopoly to where there'll be the only business left on Earth soon enough. I mean, he does have nukas on, so. God damn it. Like, I, okay. <laughs> so, yes, he's definitely... I, I don't know, your vote? Uh, uh, honestly? I, I just can't think of a character who sums up Animal Crossing better than Tom. Uh, I would have to <clears throat> honestly say... Tortimer. Yeah, but he's not even in every I know, but... In the dead. original game, seeing Tortimer for the first time, it's like this nice old turtle that's just, you know... He's very humble. He's very lovely to talk to. Yours would be Nook, mine's Tortimer, or Isabel. Like, I mean, those are... I mean, Isabel can kind I'd, of, you know, I'd be break willing. your legs. <laughs> say, I'd, I'd be willing to let Isabel share in that. But even though she hasn't been in every installment, like, Nook is the one character that carries over into all games. And Agreed. I will agree with you on that. And basically controls your fate. That too, but <clears throat> Isabel is one of those characters that just kind of bring like. She's a character that's just lighthearted and fun. Like I enjoy. Unless if you have Super Smash. <laughs> yeah, then she can kiss my ass because she has. <laughs> she, I'm sorry, between her and the villager, they got some real cheap ass stuff they can do that is definitely not. Yeah. Legal. 
<laughs> I mean, it's perfectly legal because the moves are there. It's just they need to nerf that shit sometimes. Like, well, they probably have. They they go through and do patches so often that certain characters get absolutely just nerfed. Um, well, my magnific- magnificent bastard is going to have to be Isabel at that point then. I'm going to have to say, Isabel, that's my vote. You say Nookie Boy. Yeah, if only because of his hand is on everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he controls your life, he controls your wallet, he controls how you decorate your house, and how big your house can be. He will, you know, he he absolutely controls every aspect of life on that island, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Uh, so that that's my vote, and that's only because I want to appease my god. <laughs> uh, you know, like, that's the... As much as I derided him throughout this whole thing today, I also realize he must remain happy so I do not get smote or smitten or smited. Smited? Yes. I don't know. I'm going with the Maui, you know, explanation from Moana. Do you want to be smote? Smite you. Like, he's very much a... uh, it just feels like one of those days, if you piss him off, you could find yourself being forcibly evicted from the island. And from that, I think what happens on the islands in New Horizons is he probably just sets you off on a raft and makes you float away. Or maybe he even has the Master Sword and... Uh, go the way of the Gulliver. Yeah, Gulliver was kind of a smart one to uh, get off that island. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why he wanted you to find those communication pieces so much. He's just like, I really love being out at sea, but he's just like, no, I've seen Tom Nook before. I've seen some shit, man. It's just like in Dragon Ball Z abridged. First rule of Nook's training. Don't talk about Nook's training. No. (laughs) Second rule of Nook's training. We just need, you guys need to do an episode on Dragon Ball Z Abridged. I vote for that now. Others, vote for it, please. Because I would love to be a part of that one, if you yeah. allow me to. I'll say, well, I, I know Dragon Ball's on the radar. <clears throat> Is it on oh. the uh, radar? Yeah, Dragon Radar. Ah, uh, but part. that might be a good a place as any to stop. For this evening, we declared our magnificent bastard, got into conspiracy theories, discussed gameplay, and some of our favorite aspects of the game, and just sometimes it just proves the old adage that simpler is better. And, you know, the uh, saltier part of our feelings of the game. Oh, yeah, I think you got a lot saltier than I did, honestly. Which is a rarity for this podcast, I think. Usually I think I'm the one with the nerd rage that pops out at certain points. Rayshawn and Eli manage to stay on topic, and sometimes I get on the soapbox. <laughs> well, should I should I feel good about that, or should I be insulted? No. I mean, if anything, you manage to out-nerd out rage me, which seems to be... Do you get it? Do you get it insulted? Yeah, no. Ah. I, I, I did. And the fact that you just bad joke yield me is, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that face, huh? Ah. Yep. That. Yeah, that's a good Rainbow place. stupid puns for this podcast. You're welcome, usually everybody. It's, usually it's me that's making the dad jokes on here. Ugh. Step up your game. You step up my game. I can make dad jokes for days. 
We'll see about that. Oh. I mean, on the ne- next podcast that you have with the guys. Oh, I'm sure it's going to happen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it always inevitably does, and I try and stop myself each time, but it comes out anyway. Well. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I think in that case, um, thanks for tuning in with us here. Of course, you can find us on Podbean or iTunes. Be sure to rate us. I know I say that every time, and so far, none of you have listened. That's... <laughs> Which, uh, you know, honestly, I am perfectly okay with. But, you know, uh, it would be nice to have some kind of feedback so we can try and make things better. Um, Not that we're not trying to figure that out by ourselves anyway. I mean, you could always rate it five stars if you enjoy the guys. Or, you know, maybe leave a comment or something on iTunes to let them know how they're doing. Or, hell, tell your friends, family whoever about it you know say hey bring rainbow back if you want to hear more of my lovely voice i don't know it's up to them but i appreciate you allowing me to do this with you cody i really appreciate it very highly oh definitely not a problem i think it's uh always good to have some guest stars on here every now and then for a little bit of fresh perspective on some things and truthfully i don't think uh ray bg or uh you know, Kaker, for that matter, were very big Animal Crossing fans, as far as I could tell. So yeah. you're about the only person I know who I could nerd out with that would actually do this podcast. My other friends have their own podcast that they uh like, no, fuck you, I don't want to cross over. Uh, yeah, I'm calling you out, Donna Rom. Um, <laughs> which is great like i'm sure they'd be happy for that You're like thanks for plugging us to your dozen listeners uh, it's a yeah. uh, no so yeah the it's nice to actually uh have some of those quieter topics where i can actually just geek out over for someone else who's done it and played it um hell but yeah i think like i said good a place as any to stop for this thank you guys for tuning in Uh, i'd like to thank rainbow here for joining me and well thank you again for having me i appreciate it i hope to be back at some point as as always uh of course everybody stay safe we're still in a state of pandemic yes that's yeah keep your masks on be nice to each other uh you know social distancing don't hoard toilet paper. I don't think, I don't know if that's a thing anymore. Probably I don't not. Think it is. No. Hey, you know, there's enough Charmin to go around. Right. But uh, everybody stay safe out there. Have a good night or day whenever you listen to this. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys.